Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Hey, you, you've been pushing for this movie. Yeah. I've been very hesitant, even though I've never seen it. I don't like to judge a movie without watching it. Uh, I think the, recu- the reputation was uh, kind of notorious, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did push this movie pretty hard. <laughs> I have seen this movie several times. What movie are we talking about? Will? We are talking about uh, Ninja Ass Ass In. Mm. Lots of, uh, well, the title is kind of redundant because what does ninja mean? It's an assassin. So, so is this a ninja who is also an assassin, or is this uh, an assassin of ninjas? Oh, that's a good point. Right? <laughs> it's a kind of a redundant title. Maybe that's what they were going for. They're like, ah, we're so clever. <laughs> They they thought of this movie as a joke on the production of Speed Racer. Uh, they being um, the stunt uh, team, yeah, the stunt team, exactly. They they were just uh, thinking of oh like, oh I don't know. Uh, it looks like Rain can do his own stunts kind of thing. He, he seems pretty impressive and during a you know a shooting of a fight scene in that movie. And everyone remembers how amazing Speed Racer is. Right? I like Speed Racer. You like it? Yeah, I you, love that. Do you movie. like it more than this movie? Oh yeah, I would watch Speed what? Racer mm, oh again. Yeah, I love Speed Racer. I have, uh, I have those a lot words of love have never been movie. uttered ever. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the uh, opposite end of the spectrum with that movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it when I watched it. <laughs> okay, well, in the production of that, because Rain was also in that movie, they uh, former Korean pop star. He's still active, right? Uh, I do not know. I don't know. So that's why I say former. But yeah. I, I guess I could be mistaken. Mm. Um, but I mean, he—I don't believe he was doing music when he was doing movies. He might have been. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's take ourselves back to the late two thousands. Uh, when did this movie come out? Two thousand and nine. That's what we're talking about. It. It's been ten years. That's oh another reason why. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this movie would be lost to time if it weren't for us salvaging it, you know, oh, like God. digging it up its grave. Uh, but. There is a cult following for this movie. What? <laughs> are they are they blind? <laughs> and I mean that literally because you can't see anything in this movie. Oh my god! <laughs> save, save your complaints for yeah, later because yeah, I, yeah. I I get I, just, I get I've, you. I've been wanting to let that out for a while. <laughs> okay, so again the they they conceived of this movie as a joke on the set of Speed Racer. They were like, oh, Rain looks like he can hold his own. He's, he's pretty competent. What if we had a ninja movie? Let's just call it Ninja Ninja. No, that sounds too stupid. Let's call it Ninja Assassin because that's not <laughs> redundant at all. So they, they helmed the idea and, and that we had this production. And we have Rain starring in the role uh, as the Ninja Assassin. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I want, you know what? You made that joke before. I guess he is a ninja assassin. That's what I said. They're clever. Oh. See? You see what 
right? He's also a ninja, but he's an assassin of ninjas as well. Oh. Hence the title, Ninja Assassin. Okay, yeah. I'm a little slow to the joke, yeah. but yeah. This is high art, Will. <laughs> you mean the movie or your joke? Both. Both, Both. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, <laughs> I watched this movie a while ago. And again, let's let's take this back to the late 2000s, uh, 2009. Rain was pretty big in terms of K-pop, K-dramas, and the Korean Korean uh, fanaticism world. Yeah, I guess. he he was breaking over into movie roles. He was in um, he was in a movie that I actually really liked. I think it's called uh, "I'm a Cyborg," but that's okay. Oh, I've uh, never heard I, of it. I liked him in that movie. Uh, I mean, he's—it's about a bunch of people in a mental institution. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's pretty—it's pretty wacky movie. I, I liked it a lot, though. Um, so naturally, um, you know, he got casted in Speed Racer. So he's gonna be in, you know. He <laughs> said, "Oh, because he was in a mental institute in that movie. Naturally, he belongs as a ninja assassin." Oh, of course, yes, yes. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at the time, I guess you would say that he has had a potential. You're going to hear me say that word a lot this episode, the word potential. Um, but he had a lot of potential for stardom in the States or, you know, I guess in the Western world. Because, you know, obviously, he, unless you are in with the Korean drama world, you really don't know who he is. But, you know, he could have broken out into that. And that was the intention with this movie, with him starring in it. And it surprise, surprise, he's actually very well fitted for the actual uh, athletic physique of the character that they, oh, I'm sorry. How am I, how should I explain this better? Uh, he, <laughs> I, uh, he, like his physique, it was like just perfectly suited for this role. Uh, you, do you, do you know what well, I mean? Well, by that? I, I'll say yes and no, just because, um, he did have to train, you know, mm-hmm. and work out a lot to get into the role. But, uh, if you watch the making of, uh, you can see he put a lot of dedication into it, and he, the guy looks fucking cut. Yeah, it looks good. Oh yeah, I, I I will never take that away from him. He looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, you just mentioned the making of of this movie. There is so much to watch and be entertained by in the making of of this movie that you could just straight up skip the movie. So are we going to skip this conversation and just <laughs> recommend people to watch the making well, of? Well, we have to talk about the movie because <sighs> there is a movie that was made with the making of of the movie. Oh, <sighs> man. I, I I usually try not to get so down on movies. I try to find the positive things in them. That's one of the things I do. But, man, I I this was this this was a slog for me. To oh, get man. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Um Okay, I'm, I'm approaching it's this usually a you who's saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Debbie Downer of the group. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, okay, there is a lot of potential here, and okay. Uh, yeah, Not- uh, yeah. After after watching that making of, you can you can see the potential, mm-hmm. and if you were to go into a program and you were to brighten up the scenes, you could maybe see even more of maybe. that potential. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. But I don't think many of the viewers have access to those programs or want to spend the time to do something like that after watching this movie. Oh, man. <laughs> I was thinking about doing it. Like, I was thinking about I doing was, it after was, watching yeah, it. Yeah, I think we both had the same thought. We were like, let's just open up After Effects or Premiere and just 
and just uh, crank up the, the, the contrast a little bit or like the brightness in general. But I'm like, I don't have the time for this. Yeah, I, I was don't, like, I don't want to waste time This is Ninja that. Assassin. Um, but the making of this movie is so interesting. And aside from that, because I think we're going to, or at least I'm going to gush about the behind the scenes more than the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like what the concept of the movie is. Because, okay, this is late 2000s. The, 2009 specifically was the year we had Ninja Assassin and also Ninja. Uh, we covered that in a previous episode with Scott Atkins. Mm-hmm. And we really didn't have any ninja movies throughout the whole 2000s. Ninjas, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you're talking like straight to DVD. And mind you, well, this I mean, is... Ninja, Scott Atkins' Ninja was uh, just VOD. Right, right. I mean, even then, uh, like the, the 2000s, it was like a wasteland for no ninja well, probably movies. because all the ninja movies came out in the 90s and the 80s but and, mostly yeah late a 80s, lot in the 90s, 90s straight yeah. to video yeah but let's let's take it back one step let's go back sure. to that time in the 80s and 90s and even before then because we're gonna stop talking about this movie <laughs> yeah no yeah, i'm gonna give you a little bit respite or a little bit of reprieve from nice. all that this movie <laughs> bring yourself back to the that, that time ninjas were considered frightening and they're supposed to be. And, and that's actually one thing I like about this movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna, don't worry, I won't, say that, I won't say that line too often in this episode. But the one thing I like about it is that they actually make the ninjas menacing. Yeah. I'll, they I'll, make I'll, them scary. Well, they, it's good that this movie was a R and a hard R mm-hmm. because um, you're, you're correct. Um, the ninjas attack... And they kill with no remorse. It's very brutal and very gory. Surprisingly mm-hmm. gory. The blood, it doesn't it doesn't look like real blood. It's very stylized. It looks like it looks like paint. <laughs> yeah. It's so unrealistically mm-hmm. red. Um, but yeah, they I guess you can say they're scary, but I don't <laughs> like this story either so i well can't. we're talking about the actual ninjas themselves and how they're how they're um portrayed in the movie mm-hmm. in terms of how the viewers would see them they're not they're not jokes they're not the butt of the joke see like when you're talking about the early 90s when you watch movies with ninjas in them they're kind of just disposable henchmen they're easy to snatch oh, okay. up. You know okay, I, mean? I see what you mean you yeah. know like you, you play video games with ninjas you they're just like these little like puny uh henchmen or goons they're like fire yeah exactly you can just get rid of them easily like but ninjas aren't supposed to be like that they're supposed to be terrifying assassins you know (laughs) okay uh in that in that aspect you're right they're they are kind of scoffed at but in the court through the course of the movie people realize oh okay they should not be underestimated yes yeah and that's one thing i liked about this movie again (laughs) The second time I'm saying that, yeah, 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 that should be a drinking rule. It's like mm-hmm. the the few things I can point out that I actually like about this movie. Um, you know, they actually portray the ninjas as if they're intimidating beings, and that's what they are. Historically speaking, you don't want to mess with a ninja, and like you're, it's you're probably going to die in a horrific way mm-hmm. if you're going to be an, encounter one. So sure, in in theory, <laughs> you, you shouldn't mess in with theory. A ninja. This movie should have been good too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything to sidetrack us and not talk about the movie itself. <laughs> Should we just talk about the movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Zero, what is the synopsis of the movie? Oh what is the movie about? Uh, I don't know. Um, um, there is a Interpol-ish type oh, agency. Oh, that's the stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, what happens is um, a woman is investigating uh, these deaths. They might be potentially linked to ninjas so she she convinces <laughs> and that's when she got fired yeah for incompetence. exactly she convinces her superior uh to look into it and he kind of gets convinced maybe she's onto something and because ninjas are real in this movie they have to snuff them out yeah oh man you talked about like the side story when the movie's really just about well that's the, the that's ninja. the overall plot moving the movie forward sure. there is backstory to the main ninja played by uh rain uh it it um it encompasses like his origins of uh being taken into this ninja clan uh, as a child it turns out the clan is full of orphans mm -hmm. uh they're just they're raised to like never feel pain or mm -hmm. ignore pain use it as your strength yeah and all that kind of bs <laughs> the ozunu that was what they call it doesn't matter but right, right what does matter is who heads the ninja clan some guy <laughs> <laughs> the guy you're talking about is shokasugi mm -hmm. shokasugi is one of the most um recognizable ninja well ninja ninjas <laughs> not ninja <laughs> assassins uh, from the late 80s and early 90s. I guess he, even earlier than that. Yeah. Um, I'm he, unfamiliar with his uh, film. Technically, I am too, but I've seen a couple of his movies. Okay. And uh, he's considered one of the big names, and he came out of retirement for this movie. So it, it was... Oh, oh <laughs> Your poor... Your eyes just lit up. Oh, poor sir. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> you know, I will say, uh, watching him in this movie, mm. uh, because, again, he was casted for this role because the you know, it was kind of like a love letter to people who watched ninja movies. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, in the way back when, when, you know, like, uh, uh, Jimmy Carter was in office. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, they they had him in the movie and he his voice is very very distinct. It's, it sounds like yeah yeah he's got he's got a very distinct voice. You must follow family, you know like. But then when you listen to the the making of the behind the scenes, he sounds like this. Ah, <laughs> uh, I so I'm so happy that he was it's in this called, movie. It's called acting, Will. It, it's pretty convincing. Maybe it was ADR or maybe some sort of sound no, I, manipulation. I, 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 I think that was him. Well, I mean, yes, they're gonna do stuff to uh, digitally. Uh, clean his voice or maybe right. make it a little bit deeper but i'm pretty positive that's him mm -hmm. right speaking so uh one of the things i was going to point out is uh yes we spoke about scott atkins uh ninja movie uh, i was constantly like making comparisons in my head to mm. that you should because shokasugi who is in this movie is you know in ninja assassin his son shane kasugi is in ninja 2 shadow of a tear oh really yeah he played the villain oh shit i didn't know that. I, he was a villain right? i never finished that movie so. uh, I, did, I never knew the actor's name so. uh yeah uh the asian dude uh <laughs> there's, there's a lot of asians <laughs> oh and so the the female protagonist in this movie her name her character in the movie is called is named mika uh -huh. and the actress who plays the female protagonist in ninja scott mm -hmm. atkins ninja her real name is Mika, wasn't it? <laughs> what are we doing I don't here? Know. What are we doing? Is this twelve degrees in Kevin? Yeah. What is what are we doing? I don't want to talk about this movie. 
That, that's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see how long we can do this. Let's see how long we can hold off. Not no, talk no, okay. about the actual so movie. We got, <laughs> okay, so, um, so um, uh, Rain's character, uh, uh, Rizo. Rizo, yeah. He, he, um, basically, the idea is um, he is banished from his clan because he refuses to... Uh, oh, he disobeys an order from... Um, his sensei slash father and ultimately he wants to kill all the ninjas mm. so he ends up helping this kind of interpol ish age she's not an agent i think she says her job equivalency is like a librarian somewhere later in the oh, film that, 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 none yeah. of this matters. yeah yeah so so they team up and now they're trying to take down the ninjas it's yeah. it's silly it's it's an sure. overcomplicated simple plot <laughs> The, the the plot doesn't matter, but what does matter in this action movie is the action. There's a lot of action in this movie. Look at all the look at everything right, wrote right. Zero wrote up on our board how much action is actually in the movie. Uh, mind you, uh, I also put asterisks next to each one of them, indicating, hey, can we actually see the action? And it only accounts for half of it. Uh, and I'm being generous technically, but. Uh, we can talk about that because now we'll actually talk about the movie. Um, you mean can we talk about the action and not the movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, what what does the movie mean out, outside of the action? I actually thought the plot was okay. It's serviceable. It's it, not it, amazing. It's uh, it's typical. It's very generic. Zero. They wrote the script for this movie in fifty three hours. Yeah, no, I know. I, I saw that <laughs> detail because they they didn't like what it was before. So I can only imagine. How much of a train wreck this could have been. <laughs> oh, wait. It was a train wreck. <laughs> they gave the scripts out the same week they were going to, you know, send, um, th that they filmed, they finished uh, finalizing the script. Oh, my God. <laughs> they sent out the scripts to the actors as soon as they were done, basically. Yeah. Uh, so you can't, <sighs> for what it is, for what it's worth, I think the plot is fine. It's not yes, amazing. Yes. It's 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 you know it's, it's supposed it, to be a cheesy ninja it, movie. It is what it needs to be because this is an action movie. Uh, typically, you're not expecting some something mind blowing with an action movie because you're going there for the action. I'm always forgivable with plots, so I I don't have anything bad to say plot wise about this movie. It's it's right. fine. All right, so I'm, I'm sure you and I were just gonna talk wonderful things about the action itself but uh anything else that you would you you think that takes away from the movie going experience for this because i think it, it's all about the action for me and they what actually ruins it because <laughs> uh, i think that, that's that, i think that's where the basis of our complaints are going to come from it's just the actual the way that the movie is shot <laughs> yeah i think the action is definitely the worst thing about this mm -hmm. uh I mean, yeah, there's obviously a partial love story in there that's pretty throwaway. You mm -hmm. know, you don't really care about these people. Anytime somebody says heart, I just roll my eyes <laughs> constantly. Don't, you are not wrong about that. Yeah. Never, never talk about somebody's heart in a movie. That is the worst. <laughs> this is the cheesiest dialogue. Like, who? No one, no one talks like that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, they use the the heart figuratively and physically in the movie mm -hmm. quite often. Like, oh, you can't take me. Uh, he can never. 
take me because he doesn't own my heart. And then they start like hardcore making out on screen. <laughs> yeah, that's totally uh, what I want to see in my action yeah, movie. Don't do it. Don't well, I mean, do it, screenwriters. To, to be don't fair, write about your heart. To be, to be fair to them, they're trying to add some character element to whatever. I'm, I'm just going to yeah, stop defending them. Yeah, talk, it's cheesy. Yeah, it's cheesy. It's it's fine. It It's not... It's not the the worst offender in, in this movie. Okay, so uh, let's actually get into it because our first action scene, um, it's it's just to establish what the ninjas are, right? So yes, we have a room yes. full of gangsters, um, and you know the performer, the actors in this scene pretty well, don't you? A little bit. Uh, Sung Kang mm-hmm. is the uh, he's the head gang leader. Uh, you'll know him from the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, he was also in some uh, early like uh, Chinese American independent films I saw him from, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. And then Randall Kim, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Uh, I love him because he's Yugwe from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I know him as the guy from John Wick Three, but okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, he's been a ton of things too. But they're they're in the scene. Uh, I wonder if this was just shot like completely independent of this they're like we need another scene in there because it has no bearings on the rest of the plot or like story well i mean it you're correct it mm-hmm. does set up um as you mentioned before like the ferocity of these ninjas they are very unforgiving and they're very cruel yep. in how they kill these gangsters very it's very just visually mm-hmm. uh, appalling what they're doing to them right so, Although it does come off as a little silly. <laughs> the You said before that the violence is very stylized. Yes, it is very stylized. There is a lot of um, cartoonishly... <laughs> cartoonish uh, papier-mâché-like physics when it comes to how people are being dismembered. Everyone looks like they're made out of paper, essentially. Yes. Like how easily their hands can be ripped off their, or their, their heads can be chopped in half. Uh, while they're still attached to the body. Have you um, have you seen Ninja Scroll? No, I haven't. Uh, okay, so it's a very very famous '80s anime mm. based on ninjas. That is a very violent anime. Oh, I think that's and, one of the inspirations for this. And they right? were inspired by that, so I believe they were going for that style where somebody's arms gets cut off, the top of someone's head gets cut off. That's all in that movie. Right. So I can see what they were going for, at least with this scene. It comes across as cartoony. Because they were inspired by a Japanese mm-hmm. cartoon. Yeah, yeah. You know that scene from, and this is me uh, doing my geek thing. You know that scene from Batman Begins where, um, man, I can't believe I'm referencing this, uh, where Batman comes in and he like, disposes of like 12 guards, but there's like so much editing, you can't tell what's happening. That's every scene in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one particularly, because it's essentially the same thing. You have a ninja coming in from the dark. But you see, you, you can see that the people are flying across the room and then they get sliced up. And you see like pools of blood coming from like the, the darkest shadows of the corners of the room. But you can't make out what's happening. And it, the, it defies all logic and physics of how they're even being catapulted because you don't see the objects moving around the screen or like ninja moving around the screen. Yeah. Um, the So one of the big things in this movie is that as long as there's darkness, you can't see the ninjas, and they can kind of move freely in the darkness, almost like teleport in right, the darkness. Yeah. So when, so in this opening action scene, you literally don't see any. You don't see them 
performing any of these killing moves or these um, or these takedown moves. Mm-hmm. Like it's just happening. Limbs are flying off. The top of a guy's head gets cut in half. It, it's it's all silly, and you don't see who's doing it. So you're correct. Uh, it does set up how brutal they are. Yeah. Um, and I was fine with actually the lighting in this because I could still see you get the, the guy's the silhouette. Yeah, I could character. see the gangsters who were getting killed, mm-hmm. and it was fine that I couldn't see the ninjas because we weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. I think my I think my big issue with this whole movie um, is that the violence is so cartoony. I think that if it was an anime or if it was animated, I could have bought it a little more. Mm, okay. Got it. I mean, that's probably what they're going for, right? They want it to be like an anime, right? So was that, yeah. sh- that show you? Uh, Ninja, Ninja Scroll. Scroll. It was an anime, yes. Well, wasn't another one? Uh, uh, something Shampoo? <coughs> oh, Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Sam- Shampoo. I don't, I don't know the anime very well. <laughs> but they're, they're going for that very stylized uh, kind of action. And yeah, like I, I get it that it's supposed to be... It's supposed to make ninjas seem... Uh, mystical they're not supposed to be grounded in the realm of like what is physically possible because they're supposed to be so athletically trained um but in this scene i mean like you'll you in this scene it kind of works because it's they're supposed to be blending in with the shadows yeah however in later scenes um (laughs) in later scenes you actually see the the ninjas moving as shadows and yeah, it doesn't work. That's where it take. That's where it, uh, I get taken out of it because, as you mentioned, it, it's almost like they're digitally shrinking into this CGI shadow to to move them into like windows. Wait, are you saying there's CGI in this movie? Um, Zero. Just just a little just, bit. Just a little just bit. Just a little you, you're bit. You're telling me the people who were working on the Matrix use CGI? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so then. Uh, Leading on, uh, <laughs> this is probably our next biggest offender, uh, the CGI yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. And going back to what we were saying earlier with the making of, so Rain was put through six months of training, mm-hmm. uh, martial arts training, uh, weapons training. Mind you, he didn't have any b- background yeah. in martial arts before right. this. Um, I mean, he was a he was a pop star. They have to learn dance choreography a lot, so I feel like. If you can true. dance, mm-hmm. it's a little easier to learn choreography. Mm-hmm. So he, he probably he was probably able to pick it up uh, pretty easily. But six months of training, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And six hours a day yeah. as well, yeah. And um, so he got in very good shape. He, I mean, maybe they were being a little generous for the camera, but they mentioned that he was getting to a point where they would have accepted him to be like on, on the Sun team, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that they do all this, that they are choreographing these moves, and then you add CGI on top of it. It, it always, if you like action films, if you like fights, anytime you get that glimmer of CG, it, for me personally, like, I, I get annoyed when yeah. I see it. So that, that brings us back to our whole, or at least my whole complaint with the movie like the post-production ruined it mm. like i think there's oh yes a, there's yes. so much p- potential it's the word of the day there's so much potential with this movie the oh man i guess they're they're just riding the high of you know oh, we worked on the matrix let's make it like that let's throw in all the cg right. high yeah but see it worked 
in the film like a matrix because they're bending reality. So using computer graphics to, um, you know, do these fantastical things that works on many different levels. <laughs> these are ninjas. Right. It's like, I don't care to see CGI. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It takes, it takes away from it. Right. And there's, there's, it takes away from it because you know that these performers are actually doing what they're doing on screen. Yes. Not, not maybe not rain a hundred percent of the time, but I've have heard that he does most of his stunts. Um, I mean, I, it, it doesn't even it's matter. A controlled if it, environment. Yeah, obviously, it doesn't even matter if it's him or not. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's happening. <laughs> you're you're absolutely correct. Post production ruined this movie. I can't see so many of the things going on in this movie because I think what was going on is. They they had this idea that ninja ninjas have to use the shadows. The shadows have to be black, mm-hmm. and because there's so many shadows in these darkly lit scenes, they turn the shadows like like everything is so dark. Yeah, there there are worse offenders in the movie when we get to them. When we talk about the scenes that are just not well not not lit, I can't even say they're well lit. They're not lit there, at all. There there are many scenes that are intentionally not lit. In production, in post production. No, no, I mean, I mean, normally because they're the ninjas are attacking, so the mm-hmm. scenes have to be dark. Yeah. When we were watching the making of, you can see what's going on. So yeah. you, so we know it's mm-hmm. post production work yeah. to make it even darker. I was watching some of the fight scenes uh, that they're when they were filming it they're using a secondary camera, you know, not the, the main cameras. Basically, you know, the documenting what, what was happening. Those. You, like you said before, there were it was basically shot in the daytime, you know, like mid afternoon essentially, and then they they cranked it down. They cranked all the darkness <laughs> all the way down as, to the point where you can't see what's happening. Um, but when, if you're watching the the behind the scenes, you see all the action. It is incredibly impressive. You, know, you see all the flips, you see all the kicks and such, and we'll we'll, we'll get to that scene when we get to it. But you know, um, yeah, like you know that's there. And the, the, there was actual choreography. When, when you're watching the actual movie, there might as well not be any choreography because you can't, you can't tell that they even planned anything. Honestly, there could, there'd be, there could be two people playing poker and you, <laughs> you think it's an action scene. Right. And we're watching the, the Blu-ray. This is supposed to be <laughs> high definition. We're not watching like a VHS like shoddy copy. We're so, this is what it's supposed to look like. And we still can't see it. That is a horrible artistic choice to go yeah oh and what are we talking about ninjas what colors do ninjas wear blue exactly no they wear blue historically Uh, historically but i mean movies i mean movies do fuck it up and in in the 90s they have like yellow ninjas and the green ninjas right right so you have black ninjas wearing black in the dark you know, post-production level down to nothing. You can't see anything going on in this movie. <laughs> and then Rain is wearing all black as well. It's black on black on oh black. God, you, yes. can't, you can't see anything. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Like, I would yeah. like to talk about the action, but I, I couldn't see it. Yeah. There, are, there are glimpses of when you can actually see the action. So the first scene, like you said, does set up the, the menacing... Uh, the menace of the uh, the ninjas themselves, right? And you know he they they they're um, ruthless. They don't care if you're innocent or not. Like they 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 kill the guy in the beginning. 
uh, Randall Kim. Yeah. Yeah, Randall Kim. Well, everyone in that scene. Well, basically. I mean, like, he's supposed to be the the, the innocent one out of the group. Right? Yes, but and, he gets, he's, and he still gets killed. And he establishes that his heart is in the wrong place. That's how he survived the first time he encountered ninjas. Because yes. his heart is on the right. That's how, you know, he, he survived. Remember that plot detail when you watch the movie. Because it's so stupid how they bring it back together. <laughs> it is so dumb. It is so thrown in at the last second. They didn't establish it well enough. Um, because the scene's completely un, completely disconnected from the rest of the movie. So, eh. Technically, this, this scene could have been removed. But it, it's fine. It establishes the ninjas. I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Well, the, the rest of it. I mean, I don't, we don't even know who that ninja is. You never really yeah, find it. It, it probably isn't even rain. It's technically it, I'm pretty sure it's not. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are we going to talk about every single one of these no, fights? No, okay. no, no, no. We can... Because we, yeah. <laughs> we don't have time to... So there's 11 fight I'm scenes I'm going to have an aneurysm if I, if I com- complain about all of them. What I will say is... We can talk about the ones that are well lit. Let's let's start with the. You want to start with the positives? Or you want to jump right into the negatives? Uh, sure, go ahead. Let's let's so, start with the positives. Um, as a whole, as a whole, we'll we'll kind of encompass. We can a lot we can of, we can jump around too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm more than happy to do that. But I I I do like you wrote them as vanity scenes on screen. Yes, I like these scenes a lot. They man they so basically just to set it up, uh, Rain is a ninja. He lives in a, an apartment, and he practices ninja stuff by himself. <laughs> also, he's really well oiled up <laughs> without his shirt on, and he's doing handstands on spikes. So, as, as a 19-year-old scrawny kid uh, watching this movie, I was very, very impressed with, with these scenes. Um, and watching the making of, you see him actually training a lot of this stuff. Granted like there are wires that are attached to him um you know like that were digitally removed however i mean in really in those scenes um yeah like when he's doing the handstand push-ups. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah unfortunately oh, i thought man. i thought for the longest time that wasn't that was actually him doing damn it, like, it yeah. looked good i i thought maybe he really really did that right but also i, I do calisthenics uh as uh, you know uh, on my side so like i i know that like his form is wrong like i can tell that he's like relying on some sort of support somehow but it doesn't matter because like it's convincing enough that you know for an untrained eye you can't tell i was gonna say i was gonna say Mm -hmm. i didn't see his body shaking so either he was really fucking strong and he could do that because when you see him Mm -hmm. going go from a sitting pose into a handstand and then call that a press handstand and then he starts doing uh push-ups handstand Mm -hmm. push-ups and his body there's no wiggle. There's no jitter. Mm-hmm. It is just perfectly still. Yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah, and it's like it's like two seconds. <laughs> it's just a really really short scene. No, I, I like that. Like, and I'm I'm not taking that away from him at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Not not at yeah. all. You kind of uh, you kind of ruined the illusion for me. I'm there. sorry. I'm sorry. Like I'm, I wasn't trying to like no, no, burst it, your bubble. It, it's but, fine. I but, still yeah. It's still impressive. But you know why you see that is because when you see the behind the scenes, you actually see him. Uh, he has the wires attached to his hips when he's doing. He's he's pressing himself into a handstand. Ah. So that's why I assume you know like they removed it digitally. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the final version he can do it, but I mean that's my assumption because they don't you don't see him actually do um uh do the final cut with the wires or without the wires you know? yeah there there is a cut mm-hmm. yeah there is oh, okay a cut. okay so maybe i'm completely wrong about this but uh you know 
it's it's impressive nonetheless I, i'd like to see it a lot you get him doing handstand push-ups he uh trains his uh well his acrobatics with uh his weapon called uh kusarigama uh probably butchering that right now but it's a for some reason some people think that this that weapon was made specifically for this movie that is not true no, that, that is absolutely that's an not true old weapon it's very old um, what is it? It's um, a chain, a very long chain, with a sickle at the end of it. Yeah, and you that's, just that's pretty much it. Yeah, and, and Rain trains by spinning it all around. Now I'm pretty sure he didn't actually have a you know an actual weapon. It was probably um, you mean at the end of it. At the end of it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Probably for safety measures, it was removed. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I do. I can't tell in the behind the scenes, but do you actually think there was some weight at the end of it? Because I'm imagining it's just a it's just a chain, and they added the weapon at in post. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, that, that that's how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's all. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> right. And, and so just just to add on to that, what sucks about him using this weapon is in post production they add CG kind of like swishing effects mm-hmm. to the rope. Mm-hmm. Naturally that's gonna happen when you film in twenty four frames per second. Mm-hmm. You're gonna motion see blur. you're gonna see motion blur. But they over exaggerate it with the CG. And mm-hmm. the the reason why I don't like this and the reason why I feel that it takes away from it is because it almost makes you feel like he's not really doing it. When you see yeah. the when you see the assistance mm-hmm. or the addition of CGI, it makes you feel like, oh, the person can't really do this, but they're making him look like he can with CGI. Yeah, which sucks because he was really swinging something around. It's not like he was just flailing his arms and they mm-hmm. CGI'd in right. some rope. Right, right. No, you're absolutely right, and it, it does take away from the accomplishments that the actor's doing. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, there are some things that he can't do, but the things he can do and, you know, like, you know that he's capable of. The, even the the production crew, uh, they're, they're, like, astonished that he could do all the choreography. They had to constantly up up their game because he was learning his choreography so well. So, you know, like, you, you want to be able to see what's happening and not, and you, I'm sorry, you want to be able to uh, admire the fact that he can do the thing. And not just feel like, oh, well, computers are doing everything on screen. But that's what it feels like. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. It, it's, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's my whole sentiment on this. Uh, but the vanity scene. Uh, like, he uses this kursorigama. He's, he's like doing calisthenic stuff. He's doing... Um, he has a, he has, like double... He, uh, double swords. Double swords at one point. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's like training montage it's interspliced between other scenes in the movie. The, the scenes that don't matter. For it, us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's fine. It's just showing off how ripped he got. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, he worked hard for that body. You know, show it off. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, before this, we had this very tiny scene just to establish that he's also someone you just shouldn't mess with, where he kills a, a, a woman. Some a random woman in a laundromat. Yeah, which is probably the best, best well-lit scene in the entire movie. I would say the best well-lit fight was probably that one or the bathroom fight mm, where okay. he has his first assassination. Okay. And uh, I kind of like that one a lot, actually, because mm. it's just so well-lit and it involves some some stunts where he's like thrown into the, the urinals. Yeah, it, it's whatnot. very gritty. Yes, uh, maybe because maybe. he's 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 just covered <clears throat> in blood. Like both both actors. Yeah, are covered it's in not blood. it's not choreographed in the sense that he needs to do a thousand flips and he knows exactly he has 
absolute precision with every single strike or every punch it and kick. It feels more like a real fight. Yeah, because, uh, well, not to spoil anything, all it is is just hit, he's, his first kill um, out of the, I guess, out of the dojo is to um, assassinate a man, just the man. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, they don't and, really explain And this. he's a big burly dude who's basically like the juggernaut. I'm referencing the juggernaut a lot lately, but yeah, he's the, he's the juggernaut and he's, he can't be killed um, easily. Like he keeps getting stabbed. He gets fucking, he gets a, a, a knife penetrated through his bicep and he treats that like it's nothing. Yeah. No, like it's stupid, but whatever. Um, and it's just to prove that uh, you know, the, not every fight, especially when Rain was still new to the game, uh, is easy for him. You know, right. like he he has some he has some uh, encounters where he's, you know, he's gonna be uh, like in the mud with you know, like uh, what's yeah, the phrase? I, I'm, I see. What what's, you're saying. you know what the phrase I'm trying? To, what's uh, the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, like it's down and dirty. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not polished. Right, it's not right. a polished fight. Well, it, and this also shows that. Not all fights are going to be graceful either, mm -hmm. which right. is what I liked about this fight. You know, like it, there's no like choreography, I mm -hmm. would say here. Yes, yes, there is, but there's nothing flashy about it. He basically ends the fight by smashing the guy's head into the, you know, into the urinal. <laughs> it's very visceral. It's very brutal. Yeah. It's, there's nothing beautiful about it. He's yeah. just covered in blood. Yeah. And I, I give Rain some acting chops, uh, like props for this because uh, he showed off that. He has more emotions in this movie than just being that very stoic <laughs> Korean guy playing a Japanese guy. <laughs> oh, right. Ninja yeah. Assassin. <laughs> yeah, but like he's, you know, he, he looks really, um, you know, beaten up by the whole experience. He's, he looks very flustered. He's, you know, he's, he's going through something very traumatic. So, again, you know, like, and I, I think the movie is actually fine minus the, the problems that we have with the movie. <laughs> um yeah and <clears throat> yes the that's one of the those two are the scenes that i think stand out most when it comes to what you can actually see um there is one scene that i think is pretty well shot but that comes a little later in the movie and i'm obviously talking about the last scene mm -hmm. so you i'm you not mean, sure if you want to jump so all the way there already that's we can we can hop around a little bit do you mean the very very last scene or it's a collection of everything okay, that happens okay. in the last. So uh, yeah, so we can jump to it. So the in movie. the la in the last act, mm -hmm. what ends up happening is uh, Rain is taken back to his uh, you know his master's dojo. Yeah. Well, and it's just a. Do you want to spoil or do you want to just? You know? I mean, I don't think we're really spoiling. Yeah, okay, sure. Well, so we can just say so. The final confrontation is back at the dojo, mm -hmm. right? So basically, Rain is now fighting everybody, and there's also an action scene involving. Uh, like agents with machine guns, rocket launchers. They're also oh god. They're when also they, when they entered the room, I burst out laughing because it because the the scene was very taken very seriously. And as soon as you have GI Joe coming into the scene, it's like okay, right. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed a little unfair. And also, you know, up to that point, the the military or whoever works for the government seems so inept and so uh, weak compared to the ninjas. And they come in here and they're just like heroically destroying every ninja in in sight. So, so just to add to that point, yes, it's a little weird, but do you know why they were able to defeat them at the end? Because there's light. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. So, so in this in a scene earlier, and we're just jumping around, uh, the an entire team of like mach, uh, 
automatically automatic weapon armed um, like agents mm-hmm. are just brutally massacred by the ninjas yeah. because it's in a a dark like construction site. Oh, this movie was dark. Yeah. When is this the first I heard of this? So now in this final action scene, this final act, <laughs> they brought these giant floodlights and shined <laughs> them everywhere. And now the ninjas have nowhere to go. <laughs> and so they they start opening fire. And but literally, they die so cartoonishly I know. easily. And they, they blow them up with rocket launchers. It's, it's <laughs> fucking silly. Oh, my God, this movie. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. What are you talking about? Well, um, the, well, the reason why I talk about this scene in general is because, you know, it, it does lead us to the last uh, confrontation with, uh, the main character and the whoever's basically left in the you, come, you know how action movies end you know like he, he he fights all the big bad guys at the end yeah um so there's the there's the henchman there's the mini boss and there's the boss yeah this is well lit this is well shot so kinda my you're you're correct where it's it's lit uh, my problem with this last moment is the the post production work. Yes, because so the the dojo is set on fire, so there's lots of flames everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool visual, mm-hmm. but they decided to add uh, embers mm-hmm. floating through the air, and mm-hmm. there's it's just it's visually messy. Mm-hmm. It, there's too much stuff going on, and it's it's really bothersome for my eye to keep track of. All right. these things, like I just, I just got annoyed watching all right, this. Right, right. You get a lot of the digital zooms in this scene too. Not as bad as another scene we got, we talked about. I think the worst culprit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, you get digital zooms as well, and we get that little glamour shot. You know what I'm talking about with the the sickle, where it comes into frame. It literally, if this was a 3D oh, movie, yeah, you would, yeah. you that's, would spot it a mile that's away. That's a trailer shot. Yeah, yeah, it's so. Dumb. So there's a moment where he's swinging his kusari, kusari his sickle, his, <laughs> his sickle on a string. He's sw- he's swinging it around, and in one cut, uh, he swings it, and the sickle just basically comes at the camera, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, look what we can do with with CGI." <laughs> you can, Zero's like moving his hand back and forth. It looks very uh... phallic. <laughs> Ooh, I want to say so. I'm glad you mentioned that. There's a moment in the movie. Where Rain is captured by the uh, the Interpolish agents, mm-hmm. and uh, the female protagonist uh, Mika, she goes to um, she goes to untie him, right? Because all, all the agents are distracted mm-hmm. with the ninjas, and he says, "Oh, like Mika, you're my favorite person right now." And what happens is she then bends down in front oh, of him. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. And the camera pan, you know pans down with her and i was like whoa what is going on right now i love how you and i had the same thought like, whoa what kind of movie is this because his line he's like you're my favorite person right now and then she bends down like the timing was was all wrong but it was so right then oh there was a scene before uh there's oh man really mario all the place there's a flashback sequence because interspliced with this movie you get sequences of Rain as a younger um, trainee at the dojo, mm-hmm. where you know it's very brutal. You know the training is not supposed to be easy. Um, Sho Kasugi, who heads it, you know he makes the, all the students go through rigorous training. Um, so there's three uh, pivotal characters in all the the flashback sequences. You have Rain, uh, Raizo, sorry. We have Takeshi, who is the rival 
Like well, the, his like quote unquote brother. Right. I mean, they're all considered family. There. Yeah. So, his yeah. quote unquote like older brother. Right. Right. And my and and we have uh, the love interest. I don't even remember her name. I doesn't matter. Her name. Doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, mind you, all the kids in this, uh, the, uh, like we we watch them grow up in the, this, right? So in the very beginning, you see them as like children, and even they go through. Um, it's like very you know, brutal, like, merciless training. Yeah, yeah. Like you actually see scenes with them in it. You know, like they're they're doing like small little action scenes, and then like they you see them as kids, and you see them as teenagers. Little piece of trivia: the little kids in the beginning were just random fucking German kids they just found because they just this was filmed in Berlin, I think. Oh, really? They're okay. just like, oh, you, uh, come <laughs> do this movie with us. I think they actually went to. They, like, they went around in a van and then they started <laughs> yeah. enticing kids. You want some candy? We got one for nine, the movie. Nine, nine. <laughs> we have nine candies for you. Yeah. No, but they uh, they went to several dojos and like, oh, you look menacing enough. We need we need more kids to scoff like to look more uh, like uh, like uh, cold and and not connected with the world. So, like every so character orphanish. Yeah, you might say basically. Yeah. So uh, we have the three characters, and there's one scene where the love interest, she, <laughs> this is has nothing to do with the action. It just there's one moment where, like, basically the first interaction between the main character and the, the love interest, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, you want to listen to, uh, I want to listen to your heart. And she puts her head, hand on uh, his, his chest, and she's like, now you have to listen to my heart. I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> and then in my head, I'm just like, this is just an excuse so she he can just grab her boobs. <laughs> I, I thought for a long time that that was going to happen. And then I thought her hair was going to go down. <laughs> just like what you said. We just have very sick minds yeah, yeah, yeah. watching well, this movie. So uh, wh- whenever, whenever I see like two people interacting in what's supposed to be like a touching love scene, mm-hmm. um, when she starts <clears throat> talking to him. So in my, so in, in this whole setup, they're, they're, they're um you know they've never had any really interactions with anybody so whenever so when this girl first starts talking to him and she starts saying things to him like his face is so expressionless in my head i just kept on thinking like boing <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know beavis and butthead were in the movie. exactly yeah i couldn't i couldn't not hear that <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's talk about the scenes that I, I do, the elements of this movie that I do like. Sure. Um, I do like the fact that they, the producers at the time were cognizant of the fact that they wanted free runners, parkourists in the movie. And they, they hired the, um, the stunt team, uh, 8711, who you said has worked on the John Wick movies. Yes. Yeah, yes. and I'm pre- pretty sure like they've worked on several you know other huge Hollywood productions as well. Right. Well, the action choreographer of this was Chad Stahelinski, and he's the director of the John Wick movies. Oh, so, okay. Got yeah. it. I didn't realize that. Um, I guess yeah, that kind of went over my head. Uh, and we even have Damien Walters. Now, if you guys are, follow free running or parkour in any ways, you would definitely know that name. He is one of the biggest, uh, well, was, is 
one of the biggest uh, gymnasts slash free runners um, out there. Um, yeah, like he, he, I guess he uh, doubled as the stunt person for Rain in several scenes, including one scene where he gets stabbed. And if you've seen anything with him, him in it, I highly recommend you go watch him. Um, and you're going to be very impressed. And um, it's probably way better than anything you'll see in this movie. <laughs> so can you see anything that he did in this movie? Um, there, <laughs> you can see in the making of. We yeah, can t- <laughs> right. So, so like, why do you spend all this money on this talent, and then you don't, you can't see it, right? That yeah, it's it's baffling mm-hmm. the decisions. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna keep echoing this a lot. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, like the making of it just shows these people right. practicing in these well lit locations, <laughs> and then even the secondary cameras filming mm-hmm. the filming you can see what's going on yeah. and then for some reason they just had to make everything so dark right well you see a lot of um you see a lot of flips in this movie tons and tons of flips yes. very impressive flips both in and not in the movie where you see one scene in the making of where you see Damian walters does like backhand springs and then he jumps right out of it and does a wall run I'm like how do you f- physically do that oh wait that's right he's a ninja it's very fitting for this movie because you see a lot of flips uh, and, and acrobatic going on. And yes, you're right. It's fucking, it'd be nice if we could see it all, most of the time, but whatever. I would say the most uh, parkour stuff happens in the um, kind of the second act when the ninjas infiltrate the, um, like the agent's uh, yep. secret base. And I want to say it's probably happening where rain is trying to escape mm-hmm. and he is doing parkour stuff mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice because you know he's on wires but he's really jumping yeah. around and there's some impressive stuff he's doing i'm pr- i'm pretty positive it's him yeah you can see some in some shots it's actually him. yeah that's so that's what i mean like you can I, anytime the camera is facing him mm-hmm. like yeah that's that's definitely him like obviously the more difficult stuff where he's jumping from like one tall kind of scaffolding air or one tall a platform to like a bunch of scaffolding like yeah that's not him because the guy had to like crash right down on like that stuff is impressive that's but what you just for. you just can't see it it's yeah. it's man it's just you you can see so, some parts of it it's not as bad as the scene literally right before this where ninjas are cutting up people and you really can't see anything right. in that scene oh man you know so you know what's funny too the agents have infrared vision <laughs> and he and one of the one of the guys literally says go infrared to switch to a point of view that's infrared only to see everyone being cut up by the ninjas and and that's it they should have the advantage at that point they have automatic weaponry they have infrared the ninjas their power is useless here hey we get a really cool shot uh, overhead shot and before the scene starts where you see all the ninjas uh, i did like them. i did like that shot yeah that's and a cool after shot that, it all sucked yeah it did all suck <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, after this that scene, we have Rain running away from all the ninjas, like you were saying before. In between, like, you know, actually fending them off with a little bit of uh, choreography, and then, again, running away because there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we get some pretty good, well-lit shots interspliced in between it. It's not consistent, but you, you do see some of the action. It's very well done. You see uh, Rain sliding on his knees off of certain... Um, uh, certain surfaces, you know, like doing very parkour-esque things. Uh, and yeah, again, there's wire work there just to keep the actor safe, but you know, it's still impressive because you it, actually see him doing it. I would say like the nice thing about the wire work in this movie 
is that it's not obvious. Mm-hmm. You know that people can't really do that because so, mm-hmm. some of those jumps are just a little too long. Yeah. But it doesn't look floaty. Like if you if you watch some right, uh, that's true. If you watch some kung fu movies, they they tend to exaggerate that floatiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it it doesn't look like they're floating. It looks like oh maybe they they can jump that. You're part. right. You know, I was watching. You know, there's another scene uh, in the behind the scenes where you see the performers uh, rehearsing for their their kicks and flips. Someone does a cheat gainer, a back uh, one legged backflip. And I can't tell if it's it's so high I can't tell if it's on wires or not. But that's that's the mystique of it. It's like maybe it's it's supposed to um, kind of blur the line between what's realistic and what's not. And you know that's I guess that's the the people behind the movie they were so not confident with selling the fact that they're you know realistic or not that they just hide it behind editing and and such. <laughs> But I feel like that's just not having trust in the actual performers. That's too bad because then why did you hire the best? You know, like why did you why did you go all this way? Right, right. As to, a love these uh, talented people. Right. As a love letter to ninja movies, uh, it, there's it just feels like there's just they're just shy of being confident enough with the material that they have, the, the, the what they've you know filmed on screen. So we have the next scene where, uh, you know, like Rain, is, he's still running away from them, and he's he, he he's in the streets now. Yes, he's like running away, yes. like he's jumping over cars with the ninjas behind them. I, I liked I liked a lot of the parkour stuff in uh, in this scene. Mm-hmm. I will say the thing that ruins it for me in this scene is the the camera work mm-hmm. and the uh, the shot composition. It's, it's shaky cam. It's shaky to the cam, max. and it's it's not wide enough. Mm-hmm. Like. We, oh, yeah. we can see people jumping over a car, but it's just so close, and then it's edited just a little too uh, fast. Yeah. Like, I want to take that in. Because, it's like all the movie sins you can think of. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a shame because there's some really nice parkour work here with them running around the cars and whatnot. He does a flip off of the hood of a car. That's, a, that's a great move. Yeah. I couldn't tell what happened. Like, mm-hmm. I had to watch it a few times, and then as we're constantly going back to it, I had to watch <laughs> the making of. Mm-hmm. To get a better glimpse of that, right? Yeah, it, it's it's again so upsetting. You know, shaky cam is a big sin, obviously for us. Yeah, you know, like it it can be well done if you're you know like we're stylizing it properly, but this movie has digital shaky cam. Have you noticed that there are some some shots in no, the movie where they will do the shaky cam, but you know that it's not. Uh, it wasn't the camera jittering around like like specifically the frame moving yeah i remember specifically in one final fight uh, in the final fight um you see the camera moving around but you know like there's no parallaxing or anything going on you know parallaxing mean like if you're moving the camera like things in the foreground would be moving at a different rate than something in the background you're not getting a a change in perspective yeah yeah that's a good way to describe it um and it's like fucking like who does who does digital fucking uh shaky cam like who does who does that you know yeah. it, it's fine if you're adding a little bit of vibration to the screen just a little bit mm-hmm. like subtle but you're fucking like jittering the camera around like okay great you're you're you're, you're literally trying to give me a seizure <laughs> like goddamn. yeah and and on top of it all there is there is a little too fast too a little too much editing in this scene so it's just you know it's just all the things that you kind of hate yeah. that modern action movies do yeah and it's just it's just all there and you can't see it uh, <laughs> uh. there there's a cool move there's a cool move where obviously there's some digital trickery involved where rain has to um 
he does like an aerial flip between mm-hmm. two cars yeah. because one car is a twist a twist uh, okay there you go yeah i'm just gonna say aerial twist aerial twist okay it's an aerial but he twists in the air okay you know? okay yeah he so he does that between two uh between a car coming one way and he's he's yeah. literally like wedged in between mm-hmm. the two cars yeah. it's cool i mean obviously it's very yeah, cg it's very it's pretty cg it, it's a nice it's a nice uh setup mm-hmm. when you think about it yeah well you actually see him in the behind the scenes doing that flip with wires yeah still hard you mm-hmm. know like it's it's not easy for someone who's not mm-hmm. trained and, and like you have to have a lot of confidence in yourself you have to have and as a performer you have to have a lot of confidence in the people who are holding the wires to get yeah. together for you so um, so just just to add one more thing to the scene um man there's a really really funny moment for me mm-hmm. so the ninjas are trying to kill him mm-hmm. you know he's like the traitor to the clan yeah. they finally found him they're trying to kill him they're constantly like swiping at him mm-hmm. I, I, I guess a positive thing I could say about this movie is oh, he's really? not he's not infallible. Mm-hmm. He does get his shit fucked up yeah. a lot. And so in the scene he's running away. He's he's all cut up. He's mm-hmm. like bleeding. There's a moment where uh one of the guys, I believe it's his older brother, he swipes at his stomach mm-hmm. and he grabs at his stomach mm-hmm. and what happens is he bleeds out from his stomach. Oh yeah, yeah. But it looks like he swiped at like a bag of Kool-Aid he was holding because you just <laughs> because it's see just it pure oh, bright red. It just like plops out. It is <laughs> so silly. I was like, where'd you get that bag of Kool-Aid, man? <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah. So that brother character, the menacing rival character from the we were talking about before, um, played by, you know, some Younger actor, obviously. You have different actors at different stages in each person's life, right? So Rain, you know, had a different actor playing him when he was a teenager. So this is a big problem for me is that when um, when Rain is an adult now and he's he's facing, he's, he's confronting his rival as an adult, his rival is behind the mask the entire movie. Oh, okay. And you don't realize who... In the final, very, very, very end of the movie, you see who you see Rick Yoon. Rick Yoon uh, being, unfortunately, he was not in a lot of movies, but you might remember him from Man of the Iron Fist. Okay. He, yeah, he was the. You, you, I mean, if you've seen this movie, you obviously know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he shows up at the very end, and he, without his mask or anything like that, and I had no idea who he was. Oh yeah, I You're... had absolutely no idea. Mm-hmm. You just have to piece it together that he is the adult version of the rival character even though he was in a, a scene or two earlier in the movie it doesn't matter because well, he was behind a mask you, you get the throw not, it's not really a throwaway line you get the um antagonizing line when he says uh don't do you, you remember me brother do you, do you think about it when like i when i stuck her right but that's literally right like two seconds before, before he, he dies, dies. <laughs> yeah it, Oh my yeah, god! <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little nuts. Like still. establish your characters, bef- like like have we have to associate who the characters yeah. are to the actors. Yeah. And he's he's unfortunately you only see his face for a solid five seconds before he dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean they establish the relationship, but we when you're cutting back to younger versions of yourself, you need to establish exactly who those people are. Yeah. Maybe with distinctive hairstyles. Mm-hmm. The fact is, when he's an adult, he's always in that mask till the end. So you actually, you you know it's him, but you don't really like. 
like you said, you're just kind of confused at the same yeah. time. I was, you know, <laughs> I watched it a second time. I'm like, wait, who's that? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, can we talk about the, the that scene now? Which scene? The scene, the worst scene in the movie, uh, action-wise. I mean, there's a lot of culprits that kind of mm, match that. The worst scene criteria. in the movie for me? Uh, All right. Well, apparently okay, well what, one, what's your worst my scene? My worst one okay. is when he first meets Mika, the 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 female of the movie. So, um, Mika opens up the like opens up a letter and she gets the signal that she's about to die by assassin Mm -hmm. and then as she's about to get killed this is in the dark by the way i know it blows your mind that this this scene was shot in the dark um but she turns her head and she's about to get slashed in the face but then a a, a something blocks that i assume (laughs) (laughs) And and then you hear her scream and then you see like things moving on the screen. Oh my god! And then that's what happens. And then every and every once in a while, you'll see a glimmer of light, literally, to show off that there's like things moving on screen. And this happens for a solid two it's minutes. Like two minutes. So so just to set the scene up, uh, Mika is fleeing. She gets like the letter of death from the ninjas, yep. and before she, uh, they deliver the killing blow on her, uh, Rain you know blocks it. And he is now fighting a ninja in her apartment. The apartment is pitch black. And this is actually no joke. And what happens is she has a flashlight and she is lighting their fight scene. So you get that harsh circle around him and she is, you know, like composing the scene for us. It is one of the most visually difficult things to look at. Because, Ever. because Ever. when when she doesn't have that light on them, you just see two ninjas, black on black on a black background. <laughs> it it is and, frustrating to and, watch. And the bo- both characters are wearing black, covered in black, so you don't know who you're rooting for. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was gonna say I just said that, but okay, yeah, <laughs> no, no, you, you don't know who's no, who. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's it's annoying enough that like okay, remember the end of Ninja when we were like okay, yeah, like you can't tell who who's who, like yeah. you were saying before, because right. like they're both wearing black, but compounded by the fact that the set itself is in black, mm-hmm. it's like okay, I'm already fucking confused. I don't know what's happening, and then when one of them dies, I'm like, oh no, Rain is dead. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I just have to assume he's alive. And, and, like, you know that he's not even part of the scene, but whatever. Like, you, you just see, you're essentially disconnected from this entire scene because you don't, you don't believe that it's Rain doing it. You also can't tell what's happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and honestly, like, uh, what is the point of doing these flips and such if you can't see it? And I, I go, I'm glad you said that because... There is a lot of flips, and there's actually a lot of choreography going on in the scene. Yeah. You have to squint really hard. I had to turn up the brightness <laughs> on everything just to kind of see what's going on. You shouldn't have to do that. Anytime where Zero has to go up to this computer and like turn, not to go up his monitor and turn up the brightness to the max, that you you have failed. Zero. <laughs> okay, you have failed as a movie. Yeah, maker. when I then I was rewatching it again on my phone, you know, to get acquainted with it. I turned up my brightness 100. percent even though you're not really supposed to do that on phones because it's blinding, <laughs> I, I still can't see it. It's, uh. it's, it's like, uh, imagine watching, <laughs> it's, it's the equivalent of watching a Michael Bay Transformers fight scene, 
where you can't tell who you're who like you just see metal on screen mm-hmm. um you know so you can't really tell who you're rooting for you just see a bunch of like mashing pixels yeah just like things moving on screen except you have your eyes closed <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what the scene is yeah, yeah kind and of it's, it is upsetting because you watch the scene behind the scenes again we're gonna reference that a lot in this um you see exactly what's happening there is you, you see that it's an extended core it's extended choreography there, there's actually thought behind this yeah and it's shot in a well-lit room so you know that they did all this in post it's all in post yeah yeah and it's upsetting you know what you know what kind of sucks too is uh one of the things they said in the uh, making of is as rain was getting better with his choreography uh that they keep improving it. Th- that they kept on improving it and they wanted to they could go longer takes mm. so if you think about choreography uh it, it's difficult to do these things um in longer sets because uh you know it, it's a strain on the performers and sometimes it's easier uh to just edit things together mm-hmm. it's it's cooler if you get longer takes um but a lot of action movies don't do that because you know the the one take uh, it's you know it's a lot of effort. Yep. So when I heard that, I was like, man, like there could have been longer, you know, fights, longer, longer fight scenes without too many edits. Like yeah. I always appreciate that, but it's it, this is just typical American movie editing, yeah. where it's like, you know, swing, impact, you know, reaction. It's you know, it's just it's typical, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, it's it's upsetting. It's disappointing. Very disappointing. Man, that's my worst scene in the movie. Do you have another uh, one? I, I, I another was going to say that. I didn't know you were going to say that. Uh, of course um, it is. It's it's clearly the worst scene of the movie. <laughs> clearly. Um, let me look at let, my, let's, my let's, giant list of... <laughs> of scenes from the movie. I, I mean, like, we don't have to go through all of them, but, like, that is as bad as it gets in this, in this movie. Um, Rain on the Rooftop was pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it. It's so. There's a moment where Rain. Uh, he just to go back a little bit. He successfully killed the guy in the bathroom, and uh, to finally prove himself to the clan and his master, he has to uh, kill some innocent girl. Right. And there's a reason why he doesn't. He hesitates. Yes. Specifically. Right. So he that. doesn't do it, and instead he slashes his master in the eye, mm-hmm. and then his master's like, "Kill him." Even his voice doesn't sound like that at all throughout <laughs> yeah. the whole movie, and all of a sudden he raises two octaves. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's Rain using more of his uh, kusari gama and sickle. is his sickle on a string, and it's uh, it it's a cool concept. He's fighting in the rain, ha ha ha. Get it? He's dressed like on, Bruce Lee on a rooftop. He's dressed like Bruce Lee. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a mess. <laughs> uh, like. I, I like talking about choreography. I can't do it in this movie. I just... I, uh, well, there's nothing... You can't point it out. Yeah, there's nothing to point out. It's it's well, very blah. Let, let's, try, let's try to wrap this up with the positives here. Um, the There are semblances of good, like good, well-composed comp- action scenes in this movie. And at the end, there is good contrast, okay? Because... Uh, uh, in terms of what you see visually. So you have the final scene where everything's ablaze. Everything's on fire. Everything's on fire. And you yep. see the silhouettes. That's important. Now we have to establish when you're... If you're going to film a scene with people fighting in the dark, 
What's important is that you establish that, yes, for the characters, they can't see one another because supposedly they're in the dark. But however, you don't want to make the audience feel like they can't see what they're doing. What you need to do is that you need to make the audience feel like they can... Um, they're they're like one step ahead of the characters in the movie, right? They're not the characters in the movie. They have the like omniscience to see um, things that they can't see. Okay. Do you do you follow what I'm trying to say? So what are you getting at? What, what I'm trying to say is like in all those, in, especially in that fucking scene before we were both complaining about mm-hmm. where you can't see anything. What they should have done is yes, uh, the character Mika can't see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right, so like you, like I, I can, I, I guess if I had to guess, the filmmakers were relying on the fact that these, like, she can't see the action because it's all in the dark, but she, you know, so you as an audience member can't should not see. be able to see okay. the action as well. We shouldn't fucking have to do that. <laughs> we should, like, we we are, we're not the character. Yeah, okay? but but uh, so actually, that makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and that's a great way to put it. But then don't put actual choreography in there. Mm-hmm. Like just have just glimmers. Have swishing sounds. Yeah. No. <laughs> like it should have been glimmers of them moving in the spotlight, mm-hmm. but she's not able to follow them, not right. able to track it. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like her moving the flashlight, seeing a few moves, mm-hmm. and then like they go away quickly and her having to constantly do that, it would have implied that they're so fast, mm-hmm. they move well in the shadows, and it we wouldn't have got this mess of two black bodies in the in the dark shadows like just you know like yeah smashing against each other right like you could have just not shown anything it would have been more effective that way well my proposal would have been yes the, the character would have stayed the same in that she can't see however it, there's better contrast there so you can you actually see the choreography but you see the silhouettes now that's the keyword okay silhouettes are incredibly important when it comes to filming in the dark you can have a dark room, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just have like a, I don't know. Well, you, need, you need certain lighting to, to create maybe mm-hmm. some some highlights around the edges of yeah. the silhouette because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is black on black. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you need, it needs to be lit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like maybe have her in the background, you know, standing there. She can't see what's happening, but, you know, you're not in the vantage point of the character. You're the vantage point of the fucking audience member watching the movie. So what matters is that you can see the action. I am not saying we should not have the action. I want more action in my movie, man. <laughs> there is too much action in this movie. Well, I, but there's, you know, like it's like putting in a, like like minimal effort every action scene, which is very harsh for me to say because you know that they had they had put in a lot of effort into filming the action and they fucked it all up. It is like you answered every question right on a on a test. And then you're just one question, like you're offset by one each. So like, if you put the right answer, but the Scantron is incorrect. Ah, uh, okay. So you know, everything like, is so wrong. So everything is wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you you had the right idea, but you fucked it up somehow mm-hmm. because you know the you know something went horribly wrong. So, anyways, yes, like in that scene and, and with every scene uh, where 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 uh, you know like it's it's filmed in the dark. You need better contrast. You need to be able to see what's happening, make out the outlines of the characters, and don't. I mean, everything we say in other episodes is true. Like, don't don't cut so much. Don't don't uh, don't do much, too much shaky cam. But in this movie, the, uh, the biggest culprit of the the problem is 
it's fucking too dark, man. <laughs> it's too dark. And if Zero tells you it's too dark, oh yeah, that's an issue. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the rooftop problem, uh, you know, that's an issue as well. But, uh, the final scene, the final set piece is, I, I commend them for trying to, to make it clearer, uh, like that it's, you know, there, you have good, uh, you know, contrast there. You have the, 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 back, the set is on fire, but you also have the characters in the foreground fighting and they're not wearing all black you can see the performers yeah i mean i think uh i think it was just a matter of they they you have that huge fire going on in the background yeah. it's just i don't know just something about everything it's of this digital. movie it's just it just hurt my eyes to watch it we're finally because you cranked up your brightness all right, the way right. so we're, that we're point. finally in a moment where you can see mostly everything because the place is on fire yeah. the um rain's character and his master are fighting in a very um si- uh, 2d side scrolling type <laughs> of uh background where the where excuse me, literally the background is on fire and they're just going at each other from one side of the screen and the other. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know. I just hate the way that was lit. It hurt my eyes looking at it. <laughs> excuse me. Bless you. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we had, that fight, we had that fight scene where he takes on several of the final henchmen and then he takes on Takeshi, <laughs> Rick Yoon, for, for the two minutes that he's in the movie. And then we have him taking on uh, Shokusugi. Um, I, 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 God, I can't believe I'm complimenting the movie again. Uh, I will say, this is how I think you should film... Oh, God, no, not entirely. For the most part, I think this is how you should film action choreography featuring older Okay, I, I, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'll agree with you there. For the most part. Not 100%. So continue, uh, continue, continue. continue. I'm yeah. pretty sure you and I are on the same page on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the problem with Ninja, if you guys have watched that movie, is there's also a sensei character in the movie uh, who's older. And, you know, in his fight sequences, he's, he, they clearly got a stunt double for him, and who's obviously a younger, more athletic guy in his he's prime. He's doing flips. He's and doing stuff. flips. Don't do flips. You're 82. <laughs> if you jump, your ankles are gonna snap. <laughs> don't do that. You don't know that, man. No, no, don't don't do flips. And that's that's one thing I like about his character. He's he's, what? If you are proficient in your martial arts, you've been doing it a long time. You know, like yes, uh, you know, like sure, acrobatics is impressive and all. But you know, like you're older, like you should be uh, exuding this this. Uh, presence that like you're just you being in the room doing simple maneuvers can out maneuver anybody else in the room yeah you know that that's why i liked about his character and that 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 they do they do show that off a little bit when he Mm -hmm. when he finally uh faces him Mm -hmm. he uh he cuts his sickle on his string off Mm -hmm. yeah i like that about uh, you know his his uh his role in the scene like he he comes off as menacing yeah yeah. it's a very simple way Mm -hmm. to show that this guy is not to be reckoned with because the whole movie ring is ring rain is <laughs> fighting seven days yes rain is fighting with this weapon and as soon as he comes in he just destroys it <laughs> mm-hmm. right. so it's like hey okay there you go you know simple s- simple setup to his power level <laughs> you could say it's over nine thousand. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I like that i didn't like 
now this is the part I'm going to complain about, that sure. I didn't like what they decided to do with him uh, when it came to the mystical stuff. Mm. And we kind, we kind of we lost over this when it comes oh, to the the movement of the car- the, the oh, ninjas. I, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, like, let me, uh, I'm mad at you. Let me stick my hand inside your body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about, Zero? Uh, let's just ignore that. I want to get, I want to finish this <laughs> off. <laughs> it's like a fucking, can we stop talking about yeah. this? I want to, I want to assassinate this movie. <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh besides the scenes where uh the sensei is fucking like piercing through people's bodies. Where he's literally fisting people. <laughs> yeah. Well I'll I'll leave it at that. Yeah, sure. Uh we have the way that the ninjas move. Now anytime they're in the dark, they have this ability to just move and wait, well, you know, I guess we did kind of talk about it. it it's digitally done. It just looks like a blur on screen. It's yeah. not well done. And see, it's fine. Oh, I'll give it a pass. Not that it's fine, but I'll give it a pass that they do it in scenes where, uh, you know, like you see a warehouse far in the background and you just see these little blur, like blurry objects moving around. It's not convincing, but you can just give it a, you know, you know let it go because whatever. They, they, I mean, they did establish there is some sort of mysticism in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fine. sure. I was like, fine. Sure. Fine. That's, that's where I, I was like, fine. Yeah, it's fine. It, I'll just chalk it up to the ninjas being really fast. However, in this fucking scene, Shokasugi, every compliment I just gave it to the the filmmakers in terms of filming an older man fighting in a scene and just, you know, kicking ass, it's out the window because now he's he, like he he gets the upper hand by fucking teleporting across the room. <laughs> fucking like zooming around like like you know, well, they use the camera like he, he's like a he's like a horror movie villain. You know, he can use the camera and suddenly appear. Yeah. It's not even dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. He's just teleporting. And like, what the fuck? When could he do that? And and the way Rain kills him is so anticlimactic. I, I don't remember how he, he kills just, him. It doesn't matter. I don't. I don't want to get into specifics. It's not. It's not epic. It's so lame. Did he reverse fist him? Is that what he did? Basically. Did he really? Man. No, he didn't reverse fist him. He just you know he just teleported himself, and then he he then he got the upper hand. Wow, man! Like I don't remember how he how he beat him. Most people black out, uh, you know, during traumatic experiences. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all that would happen. This is to a you. very traumatic experience for me. Yeah. Oh man, is that all the action in this movie? That's all and I want. Have we that, analyzed the shit out of it? Uh, we didn't. I, I feel like I did a disservice <laughs> to speaking of martial arts choreography because but, I do like to talk about it. But here's the thing. We couldn't analyze it fully because the movie doesn't lend itself to be analyzed. Easily. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are right, and that's that's what's so sad about this. I would like to talk about the fights in more detail, but it's it's kind of hard. When right. You can't really see it. If uh, I will say, if you're kind of curious, I would look up uh, gifs mm-hmm. on the fights because then you can just kind of watch it over and over and over again, so you can get the semblance of what's going on it kind of looks cool in that form when i was like kind of looking when i was looking this up but when you're watching it as a whole it's it's a disaster it's 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 just unfortunate i want to see if there's if they still have the editable final cut of this movie if somebody just go in there and just crank up the no just just 
that that um whatchamacallit the the filters icon just turn it off (laughs) turn all the filters off yeah turn that off and just like you'll see like certain scenes where there's like a thousand mighty little cuts just like extend those yeah just like have one camera and just just keep it on that camera for a very long time that would fix up majority of all the action scenes in this movie I, uh, maybe 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 i don't, maybe, know. Maybe. I don't know hard to tell hard to tell <sighs> all right so zero do you recommend <laughs> ninja assassin no i do not recommend this movie <laughs> you're like like visibly upset with this movie. <laughs> yeah i i don't like to be negative on movies at all i i try to find some good things about it uh, if you listen to the podcast you'll probably know that mm-hmm but uh, yeah, I can't. I can't recommend this uh, in uh, any capacity at all. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> if you're a fan of Rain, <laughs> and no, I mean it's not even. A, it's not even like he's acting in this movie. If you are physically attracted to Rain, <laughs> you know, like if you're a groupie, you know, if you like, his, if you're, if you listen to him in a boy band and you thought he was good looking, mm-hmm. and he, I mean, he gets fucking jacked in this movie so and he looks good you know like kudos for him for getting in really good shape i would say then watch it for that that's such a backhanded compliment to the movie <laughs> to the movie yes to, to rain no it's like, it's like don't watch the movie for integrity yeah. just watch it because you know hot korean man right uh i i'd say watch the making of Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, wa- definitely watch the making of and imagine what it could have been. Watch the making of. Pretend oh. this movie never got greenlit, <laughs> and that was like their Kickstarter video. Like, oh, this is what it's gonna be, and just pretend it never reached their Kickstarter goal. Oh man! And leave it at that. <laughs> Don't watch this movie. Don't look up the YouTube fights because you won't even be able to see them anyway. <laughs> I'm being extremely negative, and I don't like to be. Um. Yeah, that's that's kind of my recommendation on Ninja Assassin. I think yeah, you I can't add anything to that. I think you just got hit over the head. I yeah, highly recommend the making of. But okay, but you know what? Okay, I'll I'll take one. I'll I'll, I'll throw an olive branch towards sure, the movie. Sure. I if you're curious to watch this movie even a little bit, um, watch it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just no, like, like, because, like, I obviously, like, we give recommendations because you know that's just how you know we recommend it or not. I think if you have even a slight semblance to watch this movie, you're like, oh, I just want to hear other people's opinions. Um, but I mean, I I am on the fence to watch this, you know, this movie, this legendarily ruined movie. (laughs) Um, watch it, you know, just to get that curiosity out of the way because you know, like, what we've talked about, it's. You know, like we're not exaggerating when we talk about how poorly, like shot or poorly, like how bad the final product is in terms of the action, and that's a, our biggest concern when in our podcast. But um, if you're curious at all, watch it once because I actually think the movie itself is competently done. Nuts! I mean, it's, man, this is a I'm saying Hollywood. That with an this is a Hollywood production. Yeah. This got millions of dollars it's put towards it public, by legend it's a legendary movie man. Uh, legendary pictures no yeah. not legendary but legendary. No, no, I know, I know. yeah but like yeah you're you're absolutely right like there's there's actual budget behind this and like and then this is what it turns out that's why 
we're at, I said it many times. It's very disappointing. Yeah, it's there's a lot of potential here, and yes, watch the behind the scenes. That's that's even if you don't watch the movie, definitely watch. You can behind the you scenes. can. I would say you could watch the behind the scenes, and that you could be fine with that. Yeah. Uh, in place of the movie, probably. Oh, I, yeah. I'd probably even say I w- that. Yeah. I would say that definitely. You yeah. probably, there's even, on, on top of the behind the scenes, there's also just, uh, well, besi- behind, bleh, sorry, besides the making of you, there's also just the uncut action scenes. And that itself is way better oh, really? than okay, the action scenes themselves <laughs> in the movie. You could just watch those and without any, you know, there's no editing, there's no post production on them. It just, you just, for example, that scene we're just complaining about where they're fucking fighting in the apartment, mm-hmm. you, you can see um, snippets of the choreography happening in that, in that room. Well lit. You, it's very well done. It's very impressive. You, you see the guy falling on a table after doing a flip. Oh, really? On I his don't... back. <laughs> see, you can't even fucking tell in the movie. <laughs> It's like you can watch the behind the scenes and get a lot of entertainment value out of it. Okay. You can't, yeah. okay. If you can't get the same value just by watching the movie, which is really sad. So what you should do is watch the movie and then anytime there's an action sequence, close your eyes and imagine, just imagine you're in Disneyland or something like that. <laughs> just imagine you're in a better place. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so yes, that basically I, I was gonna say like i have the same opinion as you with a little asterisk right that, yes right. don't maybe watch the movie Wa- definitely watch the behind the scenes but i will say it's very embarrassing to watch the behind the scenes and hear how much they're gonna, they're talking about what, what what's gonna happen as a result of this movie oh rain's gonna be the next big action star oh, oh this movie is gonna do so well oh uh, it's a love letter to ninja movies Oh, yeah, this, but this they said so that great. in Ninja as well, in Scott Atkins' Ninja. Yeah, no one cares about ninjas anymore, which no, is yeah, kind of sad. Right. Well, it, we're kind of past it's, it. It's fine. Yeah, well, I would say I would recommend watching Ninja. <laughs> really? Uh, instead of this. Uh, if, you, if, if there's going to be a Ninja movie to watch, mm-hmm. um, well, actually, I would recommend Ninja too. But mm-hmm. if you, between the two Ninja movies that came out relatively at the same time, I would say watch Ninja with Scott Atkins. Over Ninja Assassin, right? Uh, I don't know. They're both equally terrible, in my opinion. Yeah, but at least I could see how terrible Scott yeah, Atkins was <laughs> in that movie, and uh, I didn't think that movie was terrible. Uh, I, I, well, yeah, I don't even remember my 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 final decision on that movie. Uh, <laughs> that just speaks volumes, right? Uh, but yeah, we we need better representation in Ninja movies because what this is our second go at it. Yeah. And neither time has been too great. I was I was oh, I was okay with Scott Atkinson Joe. We should we should talk about part two. Okay. Sometime. Well, one day. One day we'll get Dude, there. three strikes and I'm done. Okay, I'm <laughs> telling you that right now. Yeah, but there's like a billion ninja movies we need to get. That's through. true. We'll go back in time. Yes. Go back in time. Yes. All right.